0: jam play in my they play in my play what's up you guys it's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey i am Ryan Bailey it is friday we have made it through another week um, so this is a Kardashian recap because there was a new Kardashian episode and it was, there, it was, it was very interesting in a lot of different ways. Uh, I already recorded like the first 10 minutes of that earlier in the evening. And then I had to do a podcast with a, uh, guest who I love, which will be on next week. Um, but I wanted, then I, then I got off that and then I watched summer house so, of course, I'm going to do a full, full Summer House recap. I know I released a two-hour one in part one with uh, my good friend Emily Clayton, uh, and we'll do be doing part two, uh, but that'll be over on the Patreon, so please make sure you go sign up. It's a couple bucks a month, and, uh, you know, even if you want just that episode, you can cancel after the first month, um, but I do want to say a few things about it. I would be remiss not to say a few things. So if you have not seen the summer house uh, episode, and you do not want any spoilers, um, uh, just I'll let you know at the timestamps where to go to uh, to start the episode. Um, It's really frustrating. It's um, I was not as frustrated as the part one. I was used to Hannah's crocodile tears. <laughs> but okay, so we got to talk about Luke, right? So they kept teasing this big reveal of Luke saying, hey, sorry, I'm going to break the fourth wall here. And it's kind of what I thought, but it it, it was, to me, really anticlimactic at the same time. So basically, um, Andy said something like, uh you know, but you the year before invited Hannah to go visit you in Minnesota, and they showed that clip. And then Luke said, "Hey, you know, I got to break the fourth wall here. I was uh, produced and encouraged to invite Hannah, or I, I, I and you know." Uh, so he said that, and then Hannah walked off and said, "You know, that really messes with the person." Da 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 he said, there's no way that's true. There's no way that's true. First off, there's every way that's true. I mean, that's what these shows do. Producers suggest things to do. Producers, I mean, I'm not saying like, Luke, you better do this. I don't think it happened that way. But I do think things are suggested. Um, but I also think Luke didn't need to say that. There was no point in saying that. I think what Luke wanted to say was, hey, I didn't like you as much as you thought I did. I think he wanted to say something like that. And I think in his head, it came out as, uh, you know, well, let me, you know, I was produced to say these certain things that might have led you on, like, it made him look like an idiot. It didn't make him look like a monster, because then he profusely apologized. And he went, you know, he, he's not going to win this battle with Hannah, like, he's not going to win this. That's done. That's toast. And I don't think they should be friends. but mainly, I don't think Hannah should be on the show anymore. I mean, I don't. At the end of this, Amanda pretty much said, like, hey, I, I don't think this can really work. And and that's all you really need to hear. Also, Paige Keeps producing Hannah. Like Paige kept whispering the whole time, like, Hannah, just apologize. Hannah, calm down. Hannah, don't cry. And it's like, Paige, let Hannah do what Hannah's gonna do. But Paige is the smartest one out of that bunch. And Paige is the silent killer. I'm telling you, Hannah wears it all on her sleeve and she takes the brunt of everything. But if I was Amanda, I really wouldn't trust Paige that much. Paige plays both sides, and I'm telling you, I've had friends like that where she is telling Amanda one thing and telling Hannah one thing. And I think she pretty much sides with Hannah because I think a lot of business is tied up with Hannah. I mean, and also Sierra, Sierra becomes like a non-entity because she's just parroting back. She's in that kind of Hannah group. So she becomes a real non-factor. And I guess we'll see in future seasons what she grows into being. I, I didn't you know right now it, it doesn't seem uh like much, you know. She seems nice, but she also seems kind of really infatuated with Hannah and Paige, but mainly Hannah. Um I don't know. But Paige I would say really keep an eye on because I I think she's like the most dangerous one out of all of them. Uh, Hannah, you know, it's really easy to either like her or hate her. Um, I don't know. Also, I just don't think it's it's potentially, you know, uh, my, my friend, uh, my friend Lindsay was saying that um, she was saying that she had heard like, you know, Hannah obviously was trained in sports, and with tennis or basketball players, you know, if they get fouled or something, they're going to, uh, they're, they're trained to overreact. You know, like, you gave me that foul. No, no, you pushed me. No, no. And that really does make sense. Every one of Hannah's reactions is like she got flagrantly fouled and she's trying to get a referee to side with her. And it doesn't really seem real. And to me, I, you know, you guys know I'm a manly sports guy, so I know sports. But it says there is something really fake about how how Hannah acts. And I do wonder if that was part of her training. And she doesn't give up. And I, I don't know if that's part of her training as well. Um, Lindsay was highly aggressive. Danielle jumped into the fray for her friend. Carl came off perfect. Um, Kyle, uh, very aggro, but uh, you kind of sympathized with him. And that's it. You know, I'm really sad it's over. It, it To me, it was high art. And I wish they had a Secrets Revealed episode because I know they have stuff on that cutting room floor. That would be potentially hysterical. Like, even if it was just shots of Kyle Peen in different areas of the backyard, I, I would watch that. But I watch Bethany Frankel's HBO Max show, so obviously I'll watch anything. Which, by the way, I highly don't recommend that show, you guys. It is fake as fake can be. And you end up really being like, Bethany's annoying. Like, I don't know why anybody would want to work with her in the first place. It really, like, you know, an hour in, I was just like, I... I, I felt bad for the people you know filming this show she, it's just a lot and she just comes off just annoying it, it, it's hard to explain um yeah, I would say watch it but I don't want to do that to you guys mm. oh also did you see Danielle Staub today she released a video where I think she thought she was sexy dancing but I also think she was potentially leaving a curse on all of us it remind i wrote it reminded me, a little bit of a grown-up version of the girl from The Ring, who's crawling out of that well. And I, I f- have a feeling once I saw that video, I might die in the next seven days. So just if if I perish in the next seven days, go look for Danielle Staub, but be very careful around her. My God, I don't. <laughs> it's just scary, right? Like it's like a scary. It's like I don't. This doesn't make sense. Why are why are, why are, why am I seeing this? Um, okay. So let's get into the Kardashians. Uh, I'm going to play what I recorded earlier and then I'll pick up and we'll, uh, we'll do this and then we'll get into our weekend. I love you guys. I hope you had a good week. Uh, I'm very excited for the weekend, even though there's not many plans, but I'm just excited. Uh, I, I don't even know why, but I'm just happy that the weekend is coming. Uh, here we go. Kardashians. Oh, also the next 10 minutes, might sound like it's on a different mic because it is. If there's anybody listening from any kind of mic company, I break mics all the time. So, uh I'm if if anybody needs me to advertise m- microphones for them, I I need a couple. So, just just throwing it out there. Bye, Kardashians. Uh we had an all new Kardashian episode. Uh so, yeah, baby. We're going to do a recap, a solo recap of this uh this beautiful mess of a show. Now, tonight was a big episode because uh Chris Jenner finally uh we it's based the, the whole episode is based around them uh, deciding to end keeping up with the Kardashians. Now, normally after 20 seasons, you know, that's a big deal. The thing that kind of undercuts it at the knees is that um Is that they already signed a Hulu deal, so we know some form of this show is continuing, so it's really hard to feel the emotional weight when you know in reality none of it's possibly true, and that possibly Kris Jenner was doing a really sneaky deal where she was able to get out of her e-contract and go to Hulu for an unspecified amount of money, but something I'm sure, which is insane, and something E was not offering any longer. So that is huge for so many reasons, but I'm telling you, it, it undercuts the emotional uh, value that this episode was trying to have. And also, I think it just, I think we're so, at least I'm so tired of them, that it is hard to take into their feelings in into account and this is a very personal episode for them but it's also this weird uh pat on the back of look at us look at what we did look at all the people we helped out there look at this crew you know it, it's a lot of self-aggrandizing there's a lot of i don't know each each girl each sister chris you get to see it from all different aspects so as a narcissist. um, you know, it, 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 it's kind of interesting if you look at each one of these ladies as a different form of narcissism, and each it it hits each one differently. Now, Chloe, I think, is the only one that kind of seems to... Like, I want to keep going. I think this is a, a gift, you know? And I don't have a lot of nice things to say about Chloe lately, but I did kind of respect her opinion. And, and poor Scott, you're just like, dude, <laughs> we see how you're doing with this. It's not... It's not well. It's not good, you know? like You can just see Scott's wheels turning of, like, I probably should get a 19-year-old as quickly as I can. It, it, it's, it's sad. It's like this weird cautionary tale that we're watching in reverse because we see into the future and we see all of these things that have happened since, like Kravis, Courtney, and Travis Barker. Kim and Kanye's marriage dissolving, uh, Chris, uh, moving, uh, Chris and Chloe are building houses next to each other in the Hidden Hills community. Now this episode also involves Kris Jenner moving or packing up and also packing up MJ from the La Jolla house. Um, and we know now that Kris Jenner and Chloe are building these gigantic properties next to each other, which is just weird. Like, I just think that level of success and that level of fame and that level of money, it's just rarefied air to the point where it gets kind of not sickening, but there's something so unsettling about watching this or like Chris in this episode escapes to her Palm Springs mansion and you're just like, my God, I remember when this show was kind of in a you know, in a in a normal home, like in a home that we, you know, it was still nice, but it was still a family's home, something that we could recognize. This show is nothing that any of us can relate to anymore at all. The only thing we can relate to really is that, oh, I have a family. I have a sister. I have hair. I have a nose, you know? I mean, and even that we can't really relate to because these are all fake hair, fake noses, all that stuff. So it's like this weird, bizarre social uh, social experiment that it's turned into now and a little less family and a little more of like, how the fuck did we get here? Which is kind of the perfect uh, example of, of, of this time on earth right now, of 2020, of 2021, of celebrity, of pop culture. This is what the last 20 seasons have brought to us and this is kind of it. And I almost... I almost wish that the show was done. I almost wish this was the real goodbye. But none of them at this point would be used to not having cameras in their faces. I mean, it's one thing for us to be used to it and used to seeing their images. Like I've said multiple times, I've seen the Kardashians' images more than I've probably seen my own family. In my whole existence. Isn't that wild? And you guys probably too. And that's why I do find it fascinating. I do find it worthwhile to talk about because I know people are like, well, I, I, I hate the Kardashians. That's great. I hate the Kardashians too sometimes. But I think if you love pop culture, you have to not give it up to them in terms of respect, but... Give it up to them in terms of, it. you know, a lot of the things revolve around them, or it hits different pockets of pop culture. Like in this episode, Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills shows up to the Palm Springs mansion with Faye Resnick. Kyle does her infamous splits. They're all drunk together. I mean, it touches every little piece. Music, sports. Now, I had a theory that they had went off last week because they were editing Tristan out of the show after his cheating scandal. Uh, We still don't know. I mean, Tristan is in one tiny scene at the end, the very end, because I imagine, I mean, it's pretty hard to cut this man completely out, but we'll see in future episodes, which I'm very interested to see how little he is because he was so packed in this first half of the season, you know? Okay, so basically this episode is entirely... Uh, the Kardashians patting themselves on the back for deciding to end the show, and uh, let's get into it. So last week uh, we had a week off, but last week it was they found their old old homeless man friend Shorty, uh, and remember Chloe went into Hollywood in a big Escalade and was asking homeless men where they can find their homeless friend, and uh, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life, and I've. Uh, I have watched the Bethany Frankel show, so I'm obsessed with that Bethany Frankel show. It's so bad, you guys. Um, So we know from previews that this is going to be the episode where they say they're going to end the show. So season 20, we open on their uh, huge Malibu vacation house, and uh, we hear Chloe go, look at this big, huge crab. (laughs) And uh, Scott and Kim are there, and Scott and Kim are taking the little rich person elevator from the beach up to their beach house, and Chloe because she cares about her fitness, is walking up the steps. Uh, We find out there's 145 steps. And I feel like with this, they should never specify things like that, because I feel like stalkers are out there, especially Kardashian stalkers. So you don't want to give them like, okay, I know it takes 145 steps up to the main house. You know, like, I'm proud of you for walking 145 steps upwards, Chloe, but I, you just don't want to do that. Uh, we're introduced to Amanda Weinstein. She's one of the executive producers and Ryan McLaughlin, who works on production. And we find out these two crew people are having a baby. So they surprise these people with a, uh, a baby shower and... Uh, it's also to let us know that they've been filming with the same group of people for a long time, and they are very close to their crew. So all of a sudden, the fourth wall is broken, and we are let in on the crew, which, by the way, I love how Teen Mom does that. I think that is the future of a lot of these shows, and we've, of course, talked about how Bravo Bravo's really kind of leaned in a little bit more than they usually do this past uh, season on you know their shows across the board, but the Kardashians finally do this. Um, uh, you know, Amanda, the the lady who's pregnant, she's crying. She's like, I love you all so much. I did notice in the background because um, I saw Stormy there, Kylie Jenner's daughter. I also saw, um, I believe, Dream, Rob's daughter, Rob and Blac Chyna, but they had her face blurred out. But I know Dream's hair because I'm... A grown man, and that's things that I know. But I was like, oh, that's so, w-. so obviously, I don't think Black China ha- or Rob has given permission to show Dream's face, which I thought was fascinating. I would love to know more about that. And if I was right, so uh, we see that uh, the music is, uh, the music starts, you know, the credits, and it's like dumb, whatever. Uh, okay, we open at Kim's house. Kim comes in and all white, she's like, you know, white top white pants all put together. But we see a, a really pink wall at their house. And that if anything, folks should be assigned that her and Kanye are not good. Because Kanye doesn't like color like that. Like, so Kim painting a whole wall pink, it's like some, there is trouble in paradise because Kanye ain't letting no pink wall happen. You know, it looked like a a lesser shade of pink than that big Instagram wall in Hollywood that I live like half a mile from that everybody goes and takes selfies in front of. Um, There was a documentary on HBO called Fake Famous that highlighted it. Um, But everybody comes from all over the world. It's a Paul Smith store, I believe, but they'll just stand out and you can all times of night. You'll just see people posing out in front of it. It is wild. That is one of the weird like if I, I would love to go back to like Old West times or like the 40s and see if like there was any form like what what did we do before selfies? You know, like did ever what I mean, what we just talk to people. Like, when we, we read more, like, how did we get, I mean, our egos, how were they satiated? How did, how, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did we love ourselves back then? Oh, you know, there was no social media. What did we do? I mean, if we liked something, did we just go up to it and say, I like you, you know, like, did you just take, did you just look at it, the clouds and that, that was it? You didn't take a picture of them? I just wonder how, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you were to eat a nice brunch back in the olden days, did it even matter if you weren't able to take a picture of it and post it? Um, so, uh, Chris Jenner is there and we find out we have a big decision to make. And the big decision is if they want to continue to do the show, keeping up with the Kardashians. And there's also shots of Kim studying. Oh, I'm sorry. Kim, Chris is not there. Just Kim. She's letting us know there's a big decision to make. And then there's like her studying for the bar. I'm assuming because she acts like she's looked like she's studying. And Kim goes, we love being on camera. Okay, we know. And we love sharing our lives. But there's so many factors that come into play, you guys, what we want out of life and what we built and, and do we walk away from all of that? Now, like I said earlier, the biggest thing that makes all of this just complete bullshit is that they have a Hulu deal, that they were probably in negotiations while this all was happening. So this is all fucking fake. You know, like, it's, it's all just patting yourselves on the back for an accomplishment, because you're ending one thing knowing that you're starting something very similar, you're just moving. So it's pretty much like, sorry, we're leaving E. But it's all, I mean, in fact, I just, I wish, I wish they really would walk away. I would have so much respect. Anyway, so now we go over to Chris's house. And we find out that Chris Jenner sold her house. And she's getting ready to move. And every, like, it's like a madhouse. People are helping her move. Her assistant is there. Things are getting boxed up. Um, It must be so... Stressful, but also nice if you're rich and moving. Like I'm used to moving where it's like you wait till the last minute, you're asking friends for boxes, you're going behind grocery stores to see if anybody's throwing anything out. And it's always a mess, you know? You're just trying to throw as much as you can in your car so you don't have to like use the U-Haul for everything. Like that to me is the moving I'm used to. It must be so nice to be able to have the money to pay people to come in and you tell them what to do. And of course, you know, somebody's going through Chris's, you know, negligee and underwear drawers. And by somebody, I mean, Corey, I'm sure Corey was like, no, no, I'll do all this. I want to smell all of Chris's booties, booty panties. <laughs> That's what Corey, he calls it booty panties. You know, he does. Uh, by the way, Corey had a couple moments in the show that I was like, Corey, it's getting to be a little much. Let's let's calm down. Please, please, Corey. The check is still going to clear just calm down. We know you dig her. Um, So Chris is also figuring out what to do while she's looking for a new home. Um, We do know, like I said earlier, that she is building a house. They don't talk about that right now. So I'm curious about this scene. uh, Because their house, her house has been built for a while. Um, Chris says it's going to be a difficult couple of days. Because She as well is, uh, you know, deciding about the show. And the show is the foundation of every single thing for what they do. And really, if you think about it, it really is. It is kind of the hour-long commercial each week that they are afforded that lets us know about all of their commercial businesses, whether it be Skim, Kylie's Lip Kits. Um, So pretty much they are getting paid to show us a commercial each week because they only have to show a little bit of their reality. And so I have a, you know, Chris is... For as silly and stupid as she comes off on screen, she has one of the best business acumens out there. She really gambled on herself and her family, and she won. I mean, we don't respect a lot of them, but overall, business-wise, she won. You know, she made each and every one of those kids rich for the rest of their lives. Even Rob, she made him a sock king. Um, So there's a new scene. It's Chloe and True. Chloe, who seems like to be like a great mother, is playing with True. It's like, Meh. you know, and True's like touching her toes. And Chloe's like, Aunt Courtney, look at True wants to show you. And Courtney's just sitting there on her phone like, it's Mary cool, what you're doing. <laughs> like just Courtney never seems like she's in the scene. Like Courtney is checked out. And that's why I want to know more about her and Travis. Like, do they just sit and zone out together with on their phones, which is totally a valid relationship? But it's just hard for me. Like, Courtney never seems present for somebody that's always telling us she's learning to be present. It's, it's bizarre to me. Um, Chloe says, Oh, by the way, you guys, if you could count how many times they said journey this episode. So Chloe's like, This has been the biggest journey this journey has just snowballed into this huge series. You know, who, who knew when we started this journey, it's like all about journeys. Um, I'm like, how about the journey to the bathroom to stop this shit? Um, Chloe says this show doesn't feel like a job. Yeah, Chloe, because it's not a job, you dork. Everybody else is filming you, you just show up and act fake. Um, You know, she's She loves to be around the crew. She loves doing this. Uh, Courtney in a talking head says we would get together every couple of years, every contract. And as long as we were all happy, um, you know, we would continue. And Courtney says, I had my moments. I wasn't fully comfortable with filming. <laughs> we saw that, Courtney. There were so many exciting moments, and we had the best time and great family trips. But it's been a love-hate relationship, Courtney says. And it is such a big decision. So everybody's saying it's such a big decision. Um, and at this point, we watched True putting a raisin on the middle of her forehead. And uh, I also realized at this point, yeah, it needs the show needs to end I'm watching true put a raisin on her forehead. Once again, true, putting a raisin on her forehead. That's entertainment, folks. And then Chloe goes, maybe the journey is over. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, New scene, Chris, Chloe, Kim, and Courtney. um, And they're all gathered together. And Chris says, Kim and I have been talking with the E network if we want to keep this going. Now, that's a fascinating little piece of information that I don't think should be overshadowed. Chris and Kim have been talking with the network. I love that. I love that Kim and Chris, like, head up all of this shit like, it's kind of like the Beatles. At one point in the Beatles, it was John Lennon and Paul McCartney, and they wrote all the songs. George and uh, George Harrison and Ringo, of course, like huge and, and George Harrison and Ringo became more collaborative and more leaned on as the Beatles went on. But it was Lennon, McCartney. And I feel like that with Chris and Kim a little bit, you know, um, and. I don't know. I just find that fascinating of who handles the business and that Kim wants to be involved in the business. I truly believe one day either Kim will kill Chris and she'll take over the family empire or Chris will Hand over begrudgingly the keys to the Kardashian kingdom to Kim, but I do believe Kim will be given that top spot. I mean, we know Courtney doesn't want it, Chloe is not emotionally prepared for it. Kylie, I mean, maybe in 30 years, but she's too busy buying houses and taking bikini shots with fake boobs and butts. And Kendall, I mean, Kendall's just a non factor. Uh, did you guys, by the way, see her? another brave thing. Uh, She did a Vogue uh, video series about uh, her anxiety. And I just don't have tons of sympathy. Or I just don't I don't know, my 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 patience is limited with Kindle in particular. But okay, we're back to this. Um, Chris lets us know that they're filming with their iPhones because they don't want the crew to hear them talking about their big decision because basically the crew, you know, Doesn't she doesn't want the crew to find out if they're going to eat for the next year or not? Um, Chris says this is filmed with iPhones, but I got to tell you, I, I find it hard to believe because it's a really clear shot and you can hear everybody perfectly, which means that there's microphones being used. So I think you guys all know this, but if you don't, anything in TV is that you can film it, and of course the camera would pick up sound, but you need body mics on each one of these ladies. So. In any reality show, you especially see this with like below deck where you see, you know, they'll take their shirt off and you see the mic taped to their chest. Um, You know, even when I've been on any TV show or movie, I always have a mic on me. Uh, They'll, you know, uh, tape it to the inside of your shirt or a lapel and they'll run the wire down and usually the mic pack will go into your pants um, or your pocket. But uh, if not, you'll always be able to tell. The sound will be messy. The sound is perfect, so I really hesitate to believe that they're just filming on these iPhones, and that's how it's going. So yeah, if, if it is, it's the clearest iPhone ever, and the iPhone is picking up beautiful sound. Chloe says, change is scary. I'm not good with change. You guys all know that. This feels very heavy. Now, I like that comment from Chloe just because I think it's honest, and I think it gives us a window into Chloe. And especially things like how Chloe, uh, when Caitlin, uh, you know, left and, and, and did uh, her whole coming out um, moment, you know, remember, Chloe didn't talk to Caitlin for a long time. And I think that kind of goes in with like, Chloe does not like change. And how dare you do this to the family? And Chloe, I believe, you know, uh, really, really does struggle with change like a lot of us do. Um, and that's why I find it really interesting That Chloe has chose to stay with Tristan because I think she's kind of thinking, well, I mean, at least you know, I'm a couple years into this. If I can make this work, I think that is why a lot of people stay in relationships that they shouldn't because it's easier in some ways than going out there and having to start over all again and be scared of that. This is a little bit of a deeper podcast episode that I'm used to doing, but I think this is fascinating because I'm really I think when you try to Pick apart what pieces of humanity are still in the Kardashians. That's interesting because, you know, when you're that rich and that much in the limelight, I just think your feelings change a little bit. I think, you know, you become harder. Um, uh, you, you know, you you have things handed to you or people just kissing your ass and you, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just different than being Us regular people that have to deal with uh, issues every day, you know, just even like how, how we get our rent paid, like all of those things are taken care of, but then they have these really extreme crazy situations, like Tristan and like cheating with Instagram models, you know, we might not have to deal with that on a daily basis. But if you're just dealing with those high drama situations, it really has to addle your brain. And I feel like after a decade plus of that, it must really I I mean, I think someday, you know, Harvard will do scientific studies on the Kardashian brains, because it's just got to be wild in there, you know, Um, Chris says, Okay, so I love the security of knowing. We have this family with this show. And Kim says, hey, we're always going to have this family, mom. And she goes, no, no, I meant the family, our crew family. We've been with the same people every day for years. And Courtney says, well, as you know, I'm a newly decisive person. Like, what do you wake up one day and just say I'm a newly decisive person? Like Courtney literally is like, "I dare you, Ryan, to like me. I dare you i'm going to give you every reason to not like me. It makes no sense like I'm a newly decisive person. How about being a newly non asshole? How about that? Courtney says she definitely thinks um, Courtney says she definitely thinks it's time to stop the show. Courtney, we did not think you were going to argue to keep the show going. Courtney says, you know it felt like that last year it's just not making sense anymore. And now everyone is conflicted with that decision on what it'll look like. And Chloe says, everyone wishes it could be, um, you know, it could be less potentially with the show. Chris says, Kendall and Kylie are on board with whatever we want to do. And Courtney says, it's not their lives, it's ours. And it's like, yes, Courtney, they've managed to not have to suck off the family teat as much as you need to. Um, I'm I'm really negative on Courtney today. You guys, I'm so sorry. I I think I've seen too many shots of her fucking Travis. Um, uh, Chris says we can never move on to a new chapter until we close this one. Now, that to me was a very telling line. We can never move on to the new chapter. Now, if we didn't know about the Hulu deal that they signed, it would just be a nice, like, what's life? what What is the next challenge in life? But this, to me, it sounds like we can never move on to the new chapter, which is uh, which is the Hulu deal, until we close this one. She says, Boona Murray, which is their production company, and Ryan Seacrest, we owe so much, Kim says. And then they all say, we have to say Goodbye. All in favor, say aye. And Chloe says, it's clear everyone's decisions have been made, and I'm the only one against it. But Chloe goes, majority rules, aye. And then Chloe goes, I hate this year so much. There isn't one good month in 2020. And, you know, you're right. You're right, Chloe. 2020 sucked. Um, New scene, Chloe, um, Chloe and Chris... Uh, well, Chris is actually in La Jolla at, her, uh, at MJ, her mother's house. Chloe's on the phone with her, and Chloe's like, I'm good. How are you, Mom? And Chris says, it's 100 degrees here. Matthew Ryan, her assistant, is there uh, with her. And uh, Chris lets us know that her mom, MJ, has moved to Calabasas to be near Chris and all of the grandchildren. But Chris says, this house means so much to me and the kids. In Chris's Talking Heads, I got to say I don't know fashion that well. I know uh I have a couple of fashion friends, the Solomon sisters and you know there's a lot of people that know fashion. I don't, but Chris's style, it's I don't even know what to call it. It's matronly fashion forward. I don't it's like there's like a little bit of an 80s working girl thing happening with like like shoulder pads, I think. I don't know how to speak of this, but it just really, sh- I don't know, just really stood out to me. Um, Chris says, it's always hard saying goodbye to something you really love. Um, Chloe goes, well, that's 2020. Chris says, it's just hard. This, this should be memorialized. And, uh, and I'm like, Chris, you're not, I don't know if they're going to sell the house, but I feel like at this point, they're rich enough. They could just, they, sh- they could keep it up and just make it a museum. Like, wouldn't you want to see where Chris Jenner was raised? <laughs> like, I mean, I'd, maybe I'm the only one. I mean, fuck. If we're gonna make, I mean, in Real Housewives of Dallas, they they memorialized where they shot the TV show Dallas. Like that's a TV show. If that's a TV show, I feel like Chris Jenner's like childhood home should be uh, memorialized. Uh, Chris also says it's really hard trying to organize the end of my mom's life. And to me, that's a really another really like for some reason, there was a lot of things to dig into psychologically this episode. And I thought that was really intense and really real about thinking about it like that, because MJ is still alive and kicking. And I don't think anything is extremely wrong with her, except that she is definitely getting older and probably needs to be around family. But to think about it and I'm preparing her for death is, whoa, what an emotional powerhouse, you know? uh chloe says i love you mom i'm proud of you just get this part over with uh chris exits the door and she kind of like lightly touches the door very symbolic uh new scene we're back at the malibu vacation house they are doing nose swabs of kim and the rest of the kardashians because you know covid safe folks chris says today is a big day for us we're going to um, it's going to be hard because we're going to announce the crew. Well, we are not continuing with keeping on with the Kardashians. It's going to be hard. Not. Um, it's going to be hard to tell them. She says. So they all gather the Kardashian production crew uh, around. They're all standing in the yard, all spaced apart, and all wearing masks. So it's really weird visually. And Chris says, "I want them to hear it from us." They deserve that respect. And Chris says, well, okay, guys, there's no easy way to say it. Uh, it's almost like ripping off a band-aid, but we won't be going forward with the show anymore. This journey has been the most incredible thing we've ever done. I can't express the appreciation along the way we have for this. And then Chloe jumps in, and Chloe goes, I want you guys to feel respected and appreciated. Um, you know, it, it's great that you guys have been here for the happy times, but you've also been here for the times that have sucked. And... And the crew is just staring with masks. (laughs) Like, they're just staring. It's really, it's like kind of like, um, it's a little bit Walking Dead, like, where they're just like, paychecks. Uh, One of the camera guys, uh, Chloe, lets us know, you know, like they even, she was alone on Christmas one year in uh, Dallas, I think, uh, when she lived there. or One of the places she lived and a camera guy stayed with her to be with her on uh, Christmas because she didn't have anybody to be with. Uh, Chloe goes, it sounds silly, but they're my people. And we still have to film the rest of the season, knowing that we're not coming back. And then Courtney speaks up. She's like, as you know, I'm not a big talker, but I'm so grateful for all the experience and thankful for every one of you guys. I have learned so much and I don't have any regrets. And then it gets to Kim and Kim is fully crying. Kim is like, oh, How much we appreciate you guys, each and every one of you. And all I was thinking was like, oh, fuck yes, we have another Kim crying meme face. Kim is famous for her crying meme faces. And to add another one to the collection, I just want us to stop and just really appreciate that moment like that. Thank you, Kim, for that gift. I am excited to meme that one day, but I'm not going to do it today because that would be desperate. I'll save it. I'll save it down the line. Um... Kim goes, This is the hardest conversation we've ever had to have, which I feel like Kim's probably had harder. Um, maybe even with Chris about releasing that Ray J tape. Uh, everyone has to put their heart and soul into the show. They've made it what it is. And Chris says, We're just going to go and cry now. And then there's like nervous laughter from the crew. And then the executive producer, this lady, talks and, um, you know, says, Oh, you know, this is so sad. I, you know, didn't expect this. And, Chris says, You're our, you've are. you always been our champion, our heart. Thank you for believing in us. And you know what? I mean, this is the part that is real and something I have to give them credit for. They really took a risk on this show, and they really believe Chris really believed in her family. And this is something that E picked up. Um, they didn't believe in it. They were going to do it for six episodes. Uh, they wanted a Lindsay Lohan reality show, and they settled for this, and it took off, and nobody believed in this. So to look back it's got to be jaw-dropping to think about just the money involved the house is now involved to me like just how the the riches the 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 horror that's happened in terms of divorces terms of uh of, of drug addiction marriages divorces babies so much has happened to this family um uh, Chloe speaks again. At, by the at this point now, just uh, everyone wants to speak. Chris says, "Okay, let's make the next few months really great." Uh, Kim wipes away tears, and then she looks at her tears like, "What is this? What is this wet substance coming out of my eyes?" It really was. She had this moment of looking at her tears, but I think she was just seeing if any makeup rubbed off. So, new scene: we're at the Malibu beach house. Scott Disick comes in. And he's like, "What's up?" And Chris goes, "We just told the crew." Scott says, "What are you? What are you gonna do? You are gonna post it?" You know, post like, thanks so much. Had a great ride. Scott is in the tiger shirt, the button up tiger shirt that we saw him in with Amelia Bedelia in Miami. And Scott just seems very nonplussed with the whole thing. He's you can tell he's he's not really revealing his reaction a lot, but you can tell he's not happy. And Scott says, you know, I'm sad. I won't see the same people every day, but I'm supportive of whatever anyone wants to do. And this is amazing. We get footage of Kim for the first time calling food God. And they don't even put Jonathan Chabin anymore. They just write food God, which is, I feel like somebody should be arrested for that. Um, And Kim goes, we're, Kim's crying. And like, uh, Jonathan's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he's driving, like everybody's driving, picking up their FaceTime calls. Like, how about you pull over? Like, this is how many idiots are going to have to die getting told that the Kardashians are ending. Um... Kim goes. We're gonna announce we're ending Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and he's like, "What? Oh my god! Oh, now it's only melted cheese that will pay my bills." Uh, he goes, "It's like it's like a pop culture sadness." I mean, that's kind of catchy, I guess. It's like a pop culture sadness. That sounds like a Lana Del Rey song. It's important they heard it from me and not social media, Kim says. And then she calls her uh, other best friend, Simon Huck. And Simon's like, no, that's so sad. And Kim's like, yeah, I've been crying all day. And Simon goes, my throat just dropped when I heard that. It's the end of an era. And Kim goes, I know, I know. And Scott is there on the couch, just on his phone, no reaction. And I'm telling you. I'm having major vibes off of Scott. Like Scott is internally screaming and panicking. Uh, Simon says, I thought we would see um, North on it. I thought, you know, they would grow up on it. What is Kanye saying? And Kim says, he says, whatever makes you happy, which I believe Kanye probably wasn't even told. Um, And Simon goes, I remember when you told me at the restaurant Koi that Ryan Seacrest is producing your show. And I said, it seems a bit sketchy. You know, I don't think you should do it. And, and, um... You know, he goes, how do you feel about it? And Kim goes, I was fine. But then we told Farnaz, which is their executive producer, and she started hysterically crying. So I did. And I've been crying since. And I can't ruin my makeup anymore. And I have to announce it on social media in like three minutes. And then Kim's like, guys, you can post it. You can post it. And so Chloe is outside posting it. And she's like, oh, can I post just a broken heart? They want us to post this press release. We have to do this in 30 minutes. We have to tell the world. And there is a little bit of this is where it's kind of weird to me because it's a little bit of a self aggrandizing, like praising themselves of like, oh, my God, the world is waiting. And I wasn't waiting. I was definitely surprised, but by no means, I don't know. It's just very weird how when you are the center of so many people's paychecks and you are talked about in social media and stuff like that, you really think of yourself in much higher terms than everyday people, I think you kind of get a God complex in a way, where you think you control the waves in the ocean, you know, the direction in which the sea is going and Um, so it is a little funny because it's so serious and they're all still alive. There's a TV deal coming around the bend. And so it just feels a little fake. Um, no, I feel like they really feel this, but that's why I find it silly is that nobody really has an actual grasp on the reality of their reality show. Chloe says she feels exhausted emotionally. Um, at this point, I think we're 30 minutes in and Tristan has not been in this episode, which I cracked up. I was like, wow, wow. That's interesting because it was like going around with my theory of like they might have edited Tristan out over the last two weeks. Um, So we're in a new scene at Kim's house. Kris Jenner is there. And Kim goes, hey, mom, do you want something to drink? How about a little tea for the soul? Which is just I've never heard something. Kim say something like that and it kind of weirded me out. Um Chris uh she points out to Chris uh construction in the living room and she's like, Oh my god, mom, that whole wall is gonna be an LED TV screen, which is like, holy fuck, that's like a gigantic Dave and Busters. Um, and then there's gonna be a big rug and a U couch, and Chris goes, I've never known you to not have construction in this house. It reminded me of when you and Kanye moved in with me, and then you said you were gonna stay for a year, and you stayed for three years. And that was actually on the show. Chris says, I think about the memories at my mom's house and all the filming we did. And I, I I was thinking about all of this and it made me realize we made the right decision walking away. Chris says, I loved bonding with North the first couple of years um, when we all lived together. It means even more now looking back. And uh, she says, crazy, you had both of those kids and it means something more Um, there's a new scene, Chris Jenner calling into Ryan Seacrest radio show. Uh, and, uh, Ryan's like, why now Chris? And she goes, I'm so grateful for every single moment. It's always something for someone to relate to. It's been very emotional. We jumped to Chloe's house. Chris is there. Chris says, it's very peaceful. Chloe asks, how are you doing? And she says, you know, finishing the show, that decision was really difficult. A lot of life, life changes, Chris says. All of us wane in, and it's weighing on me all the time. And I always feel responsible for everyone. And Chloe says, I'm sorry, Mom, that you're having um, a tough a tough time. And the, you know, there is so much change and uncertainty for you, Chloe says. And she goes, the one place of refi- refuge for you is your Palm Springs house. You should go there with your girlfriends. You know, call in mastros and get your martinis, and um, just go there. Run to Palm Springs, Kris Jenner. Uh, I also do like it that she called uh, her martinis your hydration, which I I love. I love the fact, and a lot of people, uh, you know, don't fully you know realize this. But like Kris Jenner, from what I hear, can put it away. Kris Jenner loves her vodka, and I do. Like I, I mean, I feel like that's relatable in some ways to um, a lot of us. Like, that's one of the things... Sorry, I'm grabbing my charger. That is one of the things that I think we can all relate to her is that, ah, Chris Jenner likes to uh, throw down some drinks, you know? My God, I would love to have a drink with Chris Jenner or even, like, I don't smoke anymore and I know Chris Jenner does smoke cigarettes. One of my favorite photos of her is at her Palm Springs house, I think, and she's having a cigarette. Kendall Jenner took it and I'm going to try to blow it up and like make it um a piece of art on my wall in my beautiful pop culture bedroom Uh, but i do i mean i would start smoking again or just have one cigarette with chris jenner i mean you can't pass that opportunity up you know what i'm saying if life presents you with that you got to take it i always my motto is always take the cigarette with chris jenner um so you know chris is like yeah you know what i under you know i'm i'm overwhelmed i'm gonna go to you know, Palm Springs, I'm going to unplug. So now we're at Scott's house. Courtney and Scott are talking, and Courtney says, It's so funny. There's always these memes online, and everybody's saying that I single handedly ruined the show and into the Kardashians. And Scott says, Why? Because you said before you don't like filming, so they're assuming you made that decision. Does that bother you? And she goes, Yeah. I'm sure that they really believe it. I don't know. How does it feel you single-handedly believe you took down the show? Obviously, that's not true. I want to enjoy the last few months of filming. I mean, they're just kind of going around to each daughter, and you kind of just realize how each daughter, and I guess we all are the center of our own lives, but it is funny. They all like Courtney thinks everybody thinks it's her call ending the show. It's her fault. Kim thinks everybody's thinking about her. Chris thinks everybody's thinking about her and the whole family. Chloe. I mean, Chloe probably doesn't think everybody's thinking about her, but, uh, Courtney says, unless i you know, I got to find my Island to move to. And Scott says, it'll be interesting to not have a camera crew all the time around me. Courtney says, we got to, uh, we got kind of a taste of that during quarantine. And Scott says, my biggest fear is that we all float ap- float apart now. If we don't work together every day, we won't see each other every day. It's really sad. It really is an end of an era. And Scott- Court says, it was bound to end someday. Thank you, Court. Thank you, Courtney. Um, I got to tell you, though, I, I really and I believe they show clips for the rest of the season. And one of them is like we're worried about Scott. Scott just does not have a good emotional um, foundation. So he's always going to do good and then he's always going to fall apart. It's just going to be a pattern. And that's why acting out with Amelia Bedelia is just weird. And I think Scott really is afraid that he, I think Scott, whether you like him or not, he really needs the Kardashians as family. And I know he is scared out of his mind to not be a part of that family anymore and he thinks the only thing really, really connecting them now is the show, and that's just not true. I don't believe that at all. I think they will show Scott time and time again, unless he keeps acting out with like Amelia Bedelia. But I, I, I don't know. It, is, I, I got to imagine. I can, I can empathize with potentially what Scott is thinking, even though it is probably completely wrong. You know. Um. So new scene. We're at Chris's Palm Springs mansion. Uh, Kim Richards and Faye Resnick. Yes, folks. Kim Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Faye Resnick, uh, Kim's friend of on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but also a part of the O.J. Simpson murder trial. Uh, and of course, Chris Jenner's boyfriend Corey. He's like, not going to be a girl weekend. I'm going to be here too, so I can get that Chris Jenner booty after you drink. Um, and so Kim and Faye pull up, and Corey goes, "Why y'all late?" And I'm like, Corey, already, calm down. Let your, let your lady have her girls weekend. Um, Chris goes, I'm really glad I took Chloe's advice and went to Palm Springs. Two of my best friends, we have been friends for decades. And I want to get their take on the decision that I made. And I got to run it by them. Chris is making martinis. She's shaking up alcohol. Chris says, You know, trying to be out here because it is so relaxing. I get so sick and tired of everything going on in L.A. And I'm trying to be a normal. I'm trying to be normal. And then Corey goes. It's really weird. So uh, Chris, Kyle, and Faye are all sitting with, like, food and drinks. And Corey is hovering over Chris in the background. And he he goes, this queen, this little sweet lady from La Jolla has been down because the show is ending. Like he's, he's announcing her feelings and calling her a queen and a little lady of La Jolla to her girlfriends. I, it, 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 guys, I know I might not be explaining it right, but I want you to see it because it just, to me is so bizarre. It's like, Chris can express herself. She's very good at it. Like, I find it so bizarre that Corey is there. Like, did Cor- all of Corey's friends abandon him? Does Corey have friends like is Corey paid to just hang out with Chris? I don't understand this relationship fully. Um, Chris uh, Jenner tears up, and she goes, "This has been such a tough weekend, you know, an emotional week. So much change. It's a lot for me, and I feel like I'm going to explode." And Corey's like, "Yeah, in my mouth. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm disgusting." Faye says, Faye goes, after all you give us with this show, why would you stop? I don't understand." And Faye, please, what? Who do you mean? After all you give us, do you mean? I hope you mean you and Kyle. I hope you don't mean America, because I don't ever feel like they're giving us anything. I feel like I'm giving them something. Um, But Faye says, after all you give us with this show, how would you stop? I don't understand. Corey is just hovering, like I—he's actually just like moving toe to toe. I feel like he's—it's just bizarre, you guys. Chris says, everyone in this room is my family, and she means the crew. She's like day one, season one telling the crew was the hardest thing Um, and I can only imagine some poor cameramans like she's starting again Um, Chris goes you don't appreciate what's right in front of you all the time everyone deciding at the same time all the girls decided to stop maybe take a moment you know maybe we stop keeping up with the Kardashians Kyle says well I've done my show Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for 11 years and you know they are like family it's like a death and I was like, yeah, like when O.J. killed Nicole. Am I right, Faye? Am I right, Chris? Ugh, still so eerie. Chris says, we're going to have more fun. We're going to have fun tonight. It has been, uh, no, Chris says, we're going to have more fun in the future. we got a couple more more months to film. It has been such a ride. And Faye says, does that mean we get to see you more, Miss Jenner? And Chris in a talking head goes, they've been such a great sounding board for me. Faye says, I love you two ladies so much. I can't even see straight, which I believe is, uh, she's probably drunk. Kim says, um, oh, oh yeah. Kim, uh, Kyle says, cause Faye's trying to hug them and Kyle goes, I'm scared that I'm scared to touch, but she does it in that Kyle way. That's kind of funny. And then Corey tries to be funny cause he's just hovering and tries to like give Kyle, um, sanitizer. It was just bad prop comedy. Uh, And then Chris screams, girlfriends forever. And I swear to God, I think Corey screamed that with them. Girlfriends forever. Uh, We're a new scene back at the Malibu vacation home. Kim is looking at old clips on YouTube of the show with Chloe. And Kim's like, I won't miss these backgrounds. Because you remember that old background, like the purple dots? And it looks so like kind of art deco. Um, and Kim goes, should we bring these back for the final season? Which, by the way, I have a feeling they will. As a joke, in fact, it was a really missed opportunity not to do it right then and there. Um, and then Kim goes, should we call Caitlin? And uh, they call Caitlin, and Caitlin's fucking driving. I mean, by the way, just Caitlin killed somebody on the Pacific Coast Highway a couple of years ago in Malibu. Uh, you know, he didn't go to jail for it. Um, you know, but but you know, reckless endangerment. And she's like, hello, it's me, Caitlin. Hello, I, man, I, she's calling. And he's like, oh, Kim, we're both on the phone at the same time. <laughs> Fancy that. And then you just hear, like, bodies thump under the car. Ding, ding. What was that? Uh-huh. Um, and Kim's like, Chloe's here. And he's like, Chloe. And then he goes, you still have the big hoop earrings in. Woo. Um And uh, Caitlin's like, well, you know, things don't change that much over here. Kim asks, I wanted to know what you thought of us ending the show. And Caitlin's like, well, it's kind of sad. I remember the first meeting at E and they said we would do six episodes with one camera. I have to admit, some of the best conversations I've had are with my kids on the show. Oh, I can't do the Caitlin by the way, I'm laying down, so it's hard to do the Caitlin voice um let me let it goes, yeah, baby. I have to admit some of the best convos I had with my kids were on the show. It forced us to face some issues. Uh, I, I just don't have it today, um and she's like uh, it was a big part of some of yours while you were growing up. All good things must come to an end. Whew, I'm glad all is well. Um, also something is up with Caitlin's nose. I can't tell if she just had nose surgery or if it's like a, a skin thing, but there, it was just, it looked weird. A uh, new scene. We're back at the, uh, the Palm Springs, um, house and Chris goes, I think we should move into the bunk bedroom. And I was like, Oh, is it like a, th-? but she has a room with like bunk beds and like they have TVs in the bunk. It's like, looked really cool. And Chris goes, I love my girls. They know when it's time to switch gears and then Kyle, we see Kyle do the fucking Kyle splits. Kyle is known for the Kyle splits. Uh, they go to the bunk rooms, and they are just spreading their legs wide open. I got to tell you, I I know I'm not a girl, but I have noticed about girls on TV shows mainly. But I, ex- imag- I really do believe this to be true, is when you girls get together and you get rowdy, you guys love um, splitting your legs open. Like the mention-at-all Bethany pose, you love you love splitting your legs open like what is it when you guys have a couple drinks that you're like this is freedom <laughs> you know i just i i want to know what that i i it i want to know that kind of joy you know um and then i was like oh my god and thankfully i don't see Corey there like i'm like is Corey following them into the room just drunk with them like you know it's just weird um uh chris goes you're a freak of no, nature with those splits and uh, Chris is like, Your eyebrows, Kyle. And, and she's like, I have double deckers on. And then they take, uh, and then they start plucking at Kyle's eyebrows and putting it on her forehead. they just, you know, just drunk fun. Um, Chris is hammered, but, you know, it's fun. I'm glad they're having fun. Um, and then all of a sudden, Corey, dad Corey, comes in and is like, Don't fall off that bed. And it's like, Corey, let them have fun. If somebody breaks their neck, they break their neck, you know? and uh kyle goes he's killing my buzz you and me both kyle you and me both new scene we're at chloe's house um and uh said, what's new everybody i had a little bit of a meltdown when uh i was there uh chris is talking to the family i got really sad about not doing the show there by the way they're all eating dinner um i had so much um Emotion I didn't realize I had, Chris says. And Tristan is there. Tristan is there, but he barely says anything. So I just, I don't think they could edit him out. Um, but Chris says, Suddenly I had such clarity. We really made the best decision. And then they said, You know, Scott goes, Hey, you know, what are you going to miss? And what, what is the pits? And what, 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 what will you miss? And Kim says, You know, um, I'm glad I'll have a little more free time, but I'm sad about the crew. Chris's pit is not doing the show. Chloe says, I'll miss everything about it. Kendall is there, and Kendall says, it's sad. You know, it's most of my life is on this show, if you think about it. It'll be weird, but it feels right. Courtney says, nothing. Um, Kendall says, I try to live the most private life I can live. So for me, this is healthy. Uh, Tristan says, (laughs) Tristan goes, you came out on TV when I was in middle school. (laughs) <laughs> and I just imagine this thoughts of like, and now I've completely destroyed one of your daughters. <laughs> this is so insane. Kim in the talking head says, we're going to ride these next couple months out and close this chapter and see what's next. Hulu. Chloe says, we have a month left. Let's make it so fun and have a fun time and create some badass moments. And then Chris goes, can I get a Kardashian? Woohoo!" And everybody's, woohoo. And that was the end of this episode. There is a scene with future scenes, and it has, uh, for the season, and it says there's Scott falling apart, Chloe's surrogacy journey, Kim crying, saying, I feel like a fucking loser, which I think is about Kanye. Court saying uh, to Scott, I'm not going to be made to feel guilty about not getting back together with you when the things I have asked of you haven't been done. Um And uh, Tristan uh, calling on FaceTime from Boston saying, I miss my family, come. And then of course, the phone prank that they did where all the Kardashians were on the line. We saw that from all the celebrities six months ago. So that is the rest of the season. And this was another Kardashian recap. This was a little bit more serious than they usually are. It was really all revolving around this show being over. But as we know, the show will never be over. We will always be chained to the Kardashians. And I will always be chained to you guys. Thank you so, so much. Um, uh, I just really appreciate you guys. I say it every day, but I, yeah, I'm going to keep saying it every day because you guys are the best. Um, I, I don't know. I couldn't do this without you. So have a great weekend. If you're a Patreon subscriber, subscriber, you will be hearing Summer House this weekend. Um, and um, that's it. I hope you have the best fucking weekend ever. If you have a drink, think of me. Um, if you don't, think of me too. And uh, I will talk to you guys on Monday. Bye. Betches.